I'm Detective Lieutenant Elliot, and this is Trooper Wagner. We just want to ask a few questions. We understand the night of his demise, the family have gathered to celebrate your father's 85th birthday. How was it, by the way? The party? Pre my dad's death? Oh, it was great. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the official spoiler cast for Knives Out. We got to see Knives Out in theaters tonight, uh, courtesy of the Regal app, which told us that it was going to be playing in theaters tonight. Thank you, Regal. I'm Josiah Leroy. With me today, Mr. Tom Colbert. I'm Tom Colbert. And <laughs> Jamie Lynn Leroy, no relation. Yeah, that's me. And uh, so we saw the movie tonight. It was, um, first of all, I'll say it was it was good. Not as good as Ryan Johnson's last movie. The entire internet would agree that it was a masterpiece in The Last Jedi. And uh, yeah, so we'll just end the episode there. Thanks for watching. We'll yeah. catch you for the next spoiler cast. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Let, let's All right, well, so we'll talk about Knives Out here. A little bit. Um, let's see here. First of all, we want to uh, give you the warning, of course, spoilers. If you have not seen the movie, bookmark this, come back to it. Uh, you can watch it on YouTube.com slash The Geekiverse and listen to it on iTunes and SoundCloud. Let's get into it. Um, a modern day whodunit from Ryan Johnson and Ron Bergman, again, who uh, were on The Last Jedi. Uh, you may have seen the movie Looper. Have you guys seen the movie Looper? I have. I have I not. So. I have not. It was okay. I know nothing about it, really. It was okay. Surprisingly. Um, in the lead up to Last Jedi, I meant to watch it, and then I didn't. So that's where I'm at. It was okay. Uh, so, <laughs> Knives Out. What do we think? Did we like it? Did we not like it? And why? I thought it was so good. It was, okay, so it was a mystery movie, but up front they tell you a version of what happened. And so the whole time you're just worried about like everybody finding out what happened. And then, you know, there's the whole this is what really happened thing at the end. So there's still some surprises. And also there's a lot of comedy peppered in and I really enjoy when that happens. Incredible cast, pretty good writing, nice production value. Um, I'm a Ryan Johnson defender. A lot of the internet would say otherwise, but a lot of people would agree with me. Uh, but I thought uh, the thing that stuck out to me was how incredible the the cast was. Uh, lots of big names here. It was weird seeing Chris Evans in a movie after the last ten years here. You know of of not of, yeah. of the MCU. He's even. been good guy Captain America, but here he was an <laughs> asshole. Just a jerk. Oh my gosh. The okay. Of times people called him that. Remember minute three. I got to bleep out. Oh, I'm sorry. But certain things. The number of times people called him that in the movie. <laughs> Just okay. Okay. Are you done with your tantrum? <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> I'm so livid with you, turkeys. Uh, Thumb. What did we think? Uh, do we like it? Do we not? And why? So I went into this movie with no expectations because I had no interest in this movie whatsoever. <laughs> um, but you guys bought me a ticket, so thank you. Uh, you. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Um, that, was, that was me. On, <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> on that note, Jamie, you'll, you'll get your turn. Hey, Orchard Park is the other theater it was playing in. Um, I hit a buddy there. Problem with the projector. Didn't get to see it. <gasps> Orchard Park, New York. That we're in New York. Sucks. So yeah, we're we're in Buffalo here. Oh, that's terrible. We got to see it. Uh, I was in two locations in our area. Oh, I'm so. We sorry. went to the right. Right, I know. 
I'm so sorry, Orchard Park. I know. That's rough. We get to see it at the uh, Don't Walden location. Don't listen to this right now. Bookmark it. Come back to it. That's right. That's right. Uh, but Tom, your thoughts? No expectations. Uh, no expectations, no interest. And then we went and... I mean, I enjoyed it a lot. It was a good film. I'm not sure if it's one that I'm going to pick up as soon as it hits Blu-ray. It's um, tough with a mystery movie because now now I know what happened. Well, you know what happened, so yeah. But like, it was Ram. still it was so well made. Though. But you know what? I think back to another mystery movie to an extent that I love, and in Shutter Island, never saw it. Um, so Leo DiCaprio. Uh, Leo. When was that? It was like 2000. Um, oh nine, probably, or something. Yeah, it was oh nine ten somewhere in there. That's a movie. Uh, you you don't 100 percent really know what's happening, and over and over again, it After still blows my it, mind. You're still like, hmm. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Kinda this like movie, this I don't movie. know that it would it would be the same though. It if did we for time. That, if we watched that in '09 when it came out, I don't remember when I watched it. But we, it Lord and I saw it in theaters. Okay, um, well, I, I own it. I watched it with you on Blu-ray then, or whatever DVD. But um, if I watched it again now, I I wouldn't remember what had happened. So sure, and you know what? I'll, <laughs> it'd be good. It'd be a fresh mystery again for me as much uh as i did enjoy knives out and what it was trying to do i gotta say i don't think it really worked as um a, a kind of a, a a clue whodunit murder mystery movie i feel like maybe because right up front they told us who did it and and like the motive behind there it. wasn't like a like a um like what's the murder weapon? You know who right. who did it and why. I wanted more suspects. I'll tell you that, and they really eliminated just about everyone, for the most part. You could kind. Of, I mean, they could have left the door open to be a, a shocker towards the end. It, mean, it was it, it was like up to like four people. It was very I mean, clever, but honestly, say, he said I've eliminated no suspects toward like the true, middle of the movie. But but we get to really the journey of two main characters, mm. and you know almost without a doubt it's one of the two. Right. And. I felt like they were more concerned with telling us how she was going to clear her name as opposed to That's true. who it was. And That's the whole right. time I didn't buy into it as much as I wanted to. And I really wanted there to be more of the ensemble. Because right. really the, the majority of the family just ends up being jerks, right? Like they're right. this this family who just wants the money. They're so knives out over all the, the funds that are going to be left to them. Um, and I, I thought that on some levels that, that just didn't work. On some levels it was great. On others, it was lacking. It was disappointing to say, kind of, all right, halfway through the movie, if not earlier, it is, the the journey is really down to this one person. Like it's definitely not any of those other, p- this is a spoiler cast. We can say and, who. But had I, it I been was going to ask any, you guys for a recap. Had it been like anyone else. It would have been it, such a twist. It would have been shallow, too. Because, like, why would we care about these people? Right, right. So I have to say, though, I was on edge a lot of the time thinking that they were going to discover Marta, like, the fact that she had accidentally killed Harlan. Hmm. However. I just felt sympathy for her being in a bad situation, but I never felt like it was going to be in a, the movie wasn't going to resolve her story in a nice way. Right, right. But also... At one point in the movie, they tell you that the police know, and she's still fine. So, at that point, it was like, oh, that's well. kind of a giveaway. Yeah, that <laughs> that something else is going on here, right? Right, right. So, uh, Marta Cabrera is kind of the star of this movie. She's the, the housekeeper for no, no, the nurse. Oh, the nurse. The I'm nurse. sorry, the nurse uh, for Mr. Thornby, mm-hmm. um, and she gets left his uh, enormous wealth. 
his estate, his everything goes to her as she, we believe, accidentally, uh, she accidentally kills him. Now, the movie to me was interesting in the fact that it sets out to clear her as opposed to telling us who did it. Right, because they play it off the, well, the first two thirds of the movie as he actually did just accidentally die. It wasn't, it wasn't a suicide. It wasn't a murder. He accidentally died because Marta switched his medications they, and he slit his throat to cover it up. They keep you on edge, though, because Daniel Craig's character as the detective KFC, as he was called, <laughs> um, CAS KFC, CSI KFC, whatever. <laughs> <Just> luck. Um, <laughs> he, he swears that there was, um, it, it was a murder. And even though we know it was an accident, the fact that he's so adamant about there being, you know, foul play, um, still kind of keeps you on edge. Like, well, what is what is he getting at? Like, what's mm-hmm. what's going on? What does he know that we don't know? What is he assuming that we don't know? And what aren't we seeing yet? So that that's what kind of kept me involved. And I'm very good. Jamie can vouch for me at guessing movies within the first he's, like twenty he minutes. Predicts them always immediately. Um, this one I didn't get unless my fan theory is correct. It made him mad. I I hate the movie because I didn't get it. Yes, <laughs> I I thought it was relatively predictable. Never felt on edge. I kept guessing. Uh, Tom can vouch for that. Daniel Craig was <laughs> awesome. He I was thought. his southern accent so in the very James beginning. Bond here was absolutely awesome. Mm-hmm. I did not like his. It accent. was fantastic accent. In it the was beginning, wonderful. I did not like it. <laughs> I I. So grew accustomed to it throughout the movie, but in the very beginning, I was like, "You are not southern." So he's. <laughs> He's Caleb Crenshaw from the office. Is Crenshaw? He's Cal- He's Michael Scott's character in that episode yes. where they where Dunder Mifflin's being sold and they don't know if they're going to have jobs and Michael makes them basically play this version of Clue, kind of. Right? <laughs> yes. And that's it. Like, that's the accent. Mama Voodoo Juju. What is it? Voodoo Mama Juju. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that's what I thought of the entire time. What What's interesting with the movie was I, I it felt like it set out to kind of talk politics frequently but i appreciated that it told both stereotype sides <laughs> where we talk you know i don't want to talk politics too much here at the geekiverse but we talk about one side calling them the alt-right and nazis and one side calling the other liberal snowflakes <laughs> it was nice that it it was a little bit of a, a social commentary on on what's going on in the world contained within this family it was and also funny that it was the two kids mostly saying that the one is like 16 right and they're on social media right yeah he's 16 and she's like probably 19 or something like so that so they're the biggest proponents of it exactly one running joke throughout the movie that i thought was hilarious was they never got um marta's country of origin correct <laughs> or at least they never said it the same way twice they said paraguay ecuador uruguay something else they said yep. too um so we have um, Marta Cabrera, played by Anna de Armas, who I thought was wonderful. Uh, Tom and I couldn't put our, our finger on where we had seen her before, but Blade Runner 2049. Oh, I was going to ask, what else has she been yeah. in? Because she was very familiar. but I had no idea where I saw her before, but she ended up uh, kind of stealing the show. I thought it was an amazing performance. That's and the then uh, we saw together. Jacob, too, is a uh, familiar face. Who? Jacob. We saw him. In, um, well, you, you, not you personally, it, it, but... Yes, uh, so he plays. Jaden Lieberner. He's the the young, the young boy, who they accuse of being a masturbating Nazi. Is that what? Yeah. So <laughs> right. he um he was in what was he in? It. Which is it? Okay. He was in it uh, and it chapter two, mm-hmm. which I haven't seen. Who did he play? Don't know. One of the boys. 
Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, he played a guy. And yeah, we, we have Good the wonderful uh, Jamie Lee Curtis who did a wonderful job in yes. this movie. She was great as Linda Drysdale. Good. Uh, nice bit of sarcasm, and uh, I always loved her her smoking. Yeah. Don't know why that kind of became I, iconic, and even at the end when they animated her, that's what they showed her smoking. I loved that she was the one who kept telling everybody that her father Harlan played all these games with everyone and the way to get in and like be a part of his inner group and his family was to like play a game with him and learn his rules. And at the very end, she looked at his blank letter and knew exactly how to read it. Yes. That was funny. I knew we knew. I Did you get that sense when the letter was blank? Yes. Yes. He should have thrown it out. He was stupid. Did, um, but I'm glad he didn't because she needed to know. Here's one thing I thought (laughs) in the back of my mind throughout the movie. I was like, is he playing a game? Is he alive? Oh yeah. Did you guys ever think that at all? A little bit, but... I thought mm. that would have been quite the fun ending. Yeah, it would have been a little clue-ish as well. Like he was just... He's this author and then he really went off and retired on some island and left them a note and he was like, I'm leaving... I killed myself. Here you go. <laughs> I'm leaving my my earnings to Marta still, but I'm off kind of retired away from you crazy yeah, people because you're all just been, bad people. That would have been a really good ending, a good twist. That's what I wanted, yeah. but... I've, they got really dark. He actually killed himself when he didn't need to. So I felt it. I felt it from the beginning. He That's horrible. Oh my gosh. When Marta She thinks she switched she switched the medications mm-hmm. and she was telling him he had ten minutes to live from the time of injection and he would get all these symptoms. He didn't seem to be experiencing any of the symptoms when he was telling her his whole plan of how she could get away with murder. And I was like he seems like he's okay. Like maybe it's just going to hit him all at once, but he should definitely call an ambulance because like then it would probably clear her name too. not clear her name, but like get her less trouble because it clearly was not intended, but I don't know. It just drove me nuts when they didn't call the ambulance and he just was like, I'll just pretend it was suicide. (sighs) Slit his throat. Yeah, that was, that was a little messed up. No doubt about it. Uh, That was definitely dark. And then when you look towards the last portion of, or, probably the last third of the movie and you realize he really didn't have to, to do that uh, because he wasn't going to die anyway. So that's, that's really, that's tough. That's tough to take. I kind of wondered if maybe it was his intention all along because at his 85th birthday, he told all of his kids and grandkids that he was cutting them all off and that they were you know fired from his company, not getting any more money for tuition, all of it. And he probably knew that someone was going to try to kill him at that point, and it was like he wanted to go out on his own note. Like, he was just done. That's one way to look at it. Yeah. Um, we see also a well-known face nowadays, uh, Catherine Langford as uh, Meg. She is in the first two seasons of 13 Reasons Why. And, um, you know, she, it's funny. She had been rumored for so long to be playing Tony Stark's daughter in uh, Avengers. And, of course, we, we finally get the... Uh, the end game deleted or um, was it end game or infinity war one of the two has a deleted scene on, on uh, disney plus mm. i don't know but it shows her and it in fact was her oh. I, th- I think it's um i think end game it must be end game because tony's in the um like the soul stone yes essentially uh, so check that out uh, so she's in there uh, she's a tough character to to get behind i think even she's though just, she's a little bit sympathetic towards Marta. She's completely grown up entitled, not knowing any other way. And she, yeah, she wants to be friends with Marta, but... She's but still a jerk at the end of the day. Yeah, all she knows is money and trying to get it. So Chris Evans, we, we kind of mentioned as Ransom. Uh, what, did, what did we think of his 
name is Ransom. <laughs> yeah, so random. What do we think of his uh, appearance throughout throughout the film? I I'll say this when when he kind of first started to become more recurring as we got towards the midway point, I thought he mailed it in. But then I realized there was a little bit of depth to it. It's also just hard seeing him be a, a jerk after seeing him play Captain America for so long. Yeah. Um. I mean, Chris Evans' character, uh, Ransom, which Ransom was his middle name, I believe mm-hmm. they said. Hugh Ransom. Hugh Ransom. Um, I believe, I'm trying to kind of word this properly, like he, he was like the black sheep of the family where he was a little more self-aware as far as like, you know what, all, all my siblings are spoiled. My dad's rich. He knows it. You know, why, why shouldn't I take advantage of this life and just kind of live it when everyone else is living in these false worlds of thinking that, you know, they're hard workers and they've accomplished their own goals and their own things. And, you know, um, M- Michael Shannon, Shannon's character um, has a, you know, he took over the publishing company and then um, Jamie Lee Curtis's character, you know, she had her own thing, but that was off she of like... She built it from the ground up but it from was a million dollar Based loan. off a million dollar yeah. loan. So n- no one in the family actually does anything except for their father. Um so I think Chris Evans is that kind of, you know, loose character who didn't get the attention and like he's the one that just kind of snapped at the end of it. He's also a grandkid, which might change mm-hmm. things a little. Um, I have a separate theory that we'll get to <laughs> later about both these characters. It's such an interesting commentary on how everyone's so greedy and selfish nowadays, right? Like in general, not everybody, of course, but how materialistic we are. So this this great alleged man yeah we i guess we don't know a ton about harlan but really um we assume he's a good guy with the picture that was painted in the movie he passes away you know after what happened in the the beginning moments of the movie and we we see his family really not mourning him so much there's a little moment uh where jamie lee curtis is really uh, upset about it and uh michael shannon's character walt uh, consoles her, and that was a sweet little moment. But that's it. It's quickly back to the person. This is our handout. Seems, yeah, the person who seems the most upset about it is Marta, which would appear to be because she was so close with him. But and she's a, a good person. Is right. the theme right? Right, but we don't know if it was because she was upset about what happened, or because she missed him, or a combination. So the movie throughout, and they sell they they say it outright is that she has a good heart. She's a good person, Marta, and that. Even when she's trying to save herself and, and clear her name, she still does the right thing uh, when she saves Fran. Right. Right? So she does the right thing, and because she does the right thing, even when no one's looking, it pays off in the end. And that's a kind of nice little uh, message that really becomes an important one, I think. Um, one thing I wanted to mention was Frank Oz. That's first time I recall seeing him on screen like actually his face. I have to say, I did not know it was him based on his appearance. Oh my gosh. I saw him right away and I was so excited. I only know his voice. He, <laughs> all uh, of he his had Muppets. something, maybe his last line, something where they said like, you're useless and you was excused. And he, he was like, thank you. And he said it really high pitch. And I was like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's Yoda. <laughs> um, but that was really cool. I uh, was seeing him in there. And I wonder if that had to do with his last Jedi connection with Ryan. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I think of these things again. Love Daniel Craig. Chris Evans was was good, mm-hmm. nothing more. Um, and it was wonderful as Marta, and the rest of the cast pretty solid overall. It really worked together, um, and even um, more with these stereotypes. We had the kids with the social media and how anti political. 
opposite left and right wings they were. And then we had um, the character Joni, who was like this social media sellout who was a fraud who really yeah. couldn't afford college. Um, what do we want to get into two theories and, and final thoughts here? You guys sure. tell me. I'm saving it. All right. So, Tom, uh, the second the, the credits roll, he turns to me. I have a theory. <laughs> so, shocker. Tom, uh, what's what's the theory? Uh, first of all, Jamie was just tweeted, or uh, your tweet was oh, liked. Yes, I uh, I tweeted about the movie. I said Knives Out was such a good movie, loved every minute of it, and Knives Out, the official account, liked it. So that's cool. Thanks, Ryan Johnson. Thank you. A good friend you are, RJ. <laughs> tweet us, RJ. Tweet us, RJ. So Tom's theory. Let's uh, let's have at it, and I think Jamie and I might have a few thoughts as well. Mm. Past that, that's true. Okay. Yeah. So Tom's theory, chapter one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, no, be a quick. novel by Tom this Colbert. Be quick. Um, basically, the main base of my theory is that a lot of things are happening off screen that we're not seeing. Um, everything that is being told to us is all told to us by a family of liars um, who are all out for their own self gain. And then we also have two detectives who are cops who are overall pretty useless. Mm-hmm. And then we have Daniel Craig's character, the detective who has a reputation to uphold. So my theory is that Marta did in fact kill um, the main Harlan. Harlan, um, as soon as she found out that um, the kids were out and she was in. When did she know that? Um, according to everyone in the story and her. He told her confidentially, directly. No, no. According to her, she didn't know. I thought she didn't know. She didn't okay, know. Okay, so she didn't know. But again, there's a lot of she things that a- could be happening off screen. Yeah. She's also dosing, um, injecting this man with morphine every night. Man can talk when he's injected with morphine. But she, basically... She knew, regardless, that they were close, she, right? She minimally knew that they were all out and there's a possibility that she could be in or he told her directly. So I think that everything else in the story happened, including um, Chris Evans' character killing Fran. Um, we don't hear much from Fran, so we don't know what she actually saw or what she actually did. Um, but based on the end of the movie and how Chris Evans admitted to his crimes, but was so mad at Marta for getting away with it, it's kind of how it came off, and his own, like, I'm going to defend my family no matter what, and, like, yeah. you don't deserve this. I don't think that was because she has the fortune. I think it was because she got away with murder. Hmm. It's kind of how I took it. And then even at the end well, of her... it was because she exposed him. But It could be. It's just the way that, that I'm piecing everything together. And my biggest thing that gave me that, which Jamie disagrees with, but that's Jamie for you. Appreciate <laughs> <laughs> um, sure the choir. Right in the beginning of the film, we see a dot of blood on her shoe. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion... Jamie's the medical person here. Just, just finish your sentence. <laughs> <laughs> In my opinion, if or when Harlan slit his throat, there's no way the blood could have shot across the room to get on her shoe. I think based on that distance, when he slit his throat, she was in the doorway and she left right away. One dot of blood got on her shoe. Oh, I think I, she should have been. I know you do. He, he slit. I his think there should have been. She should have been a lot closer for that blood to hit her at all. So you're we saying need, it shouldn't have hit, and you're I, saying we need to get Lauren, the funeral yeah. expert, in here because <laughs> she uh, just the, would have cleaned up the mess afterwards. The carotid she would have, artery. Yes. If he okay, he sliced his carotid, which which pumps a lot of blood, and, and only one dot of blood got on her. 
it but she was at such a distance. Around, exactly. It would have shot around the room. We didn't see it. And if she was that, yes, we did. A little bit. A tiny we glimpse. We saw her turn around and a leave. A tiny glimpse. We did a little bit. And uh, I think. I'm allowed to have my. <laughs> you are. Of course you are. I think a tiny dot of blood could have gotten on her shoe. It could have. But I, and again, in my opinion, I think that there's a possibility that she could have dosed him with the morphine, whether purposely or accidentally, and she could have just went made, so, to make sure. Daniel Craig is saying she knew that she gave him the wrong stuff, but no, the no. labels were covered? No, no. Mm-mm. So what he was saying was there's such a minute difference in the viscosity and the color and the, the density and everything right. between the two medicines, but since she is such a good and skilled nurse, she could tell them the difference between them so without she, the labels. So she knew she had... That's what I'm saying. She picked she, up it was covered. the correct mm-hmm. vial without reading it. So she picked up the vial so that subconsciously. Was, it was labeled morphine, but she thought it was the other drug based on what it what the drug looked like without even reading the labels. So she gave him 100 milligrams of that and then afterward noticed the labels and thought, oh no, I killed you. That's what I'm saying. So Dan- yes. Daniel Craig's theory is that um, basically the labels were switched and then she gave him the right dose. Um, but again, there's still that possibility that she could have just been like, Hey, I just gave you morphine. You're gonna die. But I kind of I mean, have to feel like, wouldn't you think at the very end of the movie they would have given us a glimpse, like, like just a small bit that would say, like, by the way, just kidding, it really was Marta. In knowing Ryan Johnson's now, I wouldn't say uh, his approach to storytelling, simply just from Last Jedi and all of the extras and in, in interviews and in thought process and mindset with him. I feel like his story is is what it was. He leaves it open to interpretation, but like what you saw is what you got. So classic example, not that we're going to go off too much on this branch, but he says in Last Jedi that Ray's parents are who Kylo Ren says they are. That's what Ryan Johnson says. But he left it open to interpretation mm-hmm. and or so J.J. Abrams could change it if he wanted to because Ryan Johnson wasn't going to take the keys to episode nine. So... I think Ryan Johnson in that point in time was trying to tell the story that your parents don't have to be special for you to be special. Like that's what the, the theme is with his is looking at, at Ray as being such a special force user. I think here he's trying to tell a similar thing where you don't have to come from fame and, and wealth and all this stuff to make it here. Right. I think that's because there's so much political and social commentary going on it. Yeah. And um, when she takes the sip, from the coffee mug at the end that says my house, my rules, my coffee, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. It I does assume look a little, it looks a little triumphant. It could be, it could be totally either way. I believe it's Ryan Johnson's vision that it was, you know, you guys are just a, a jerk of a family. Yeah. And you got what's coming to you. All of you it's are jerks. It's my house. I didn't mean She's to She's standing him. up there. Yeah. They're all over there. She didn't kill him either. Right, right. Oh, you know, that's if, right. If we believe it, right? It's not even that she didn't mean to kill him. Right. She didn't kill him. And then we find out, you know, if, if, if we think about Tom's approach to it, it's that if she was being devious, it's like I just screwed you all with the most amazing caper of the century. I hope I created the war. <laughs> <laughs> and that we now have Team Thom. I hope I created the war. Thomas Colbert. And that we can, uh, out of context, Joe, <laughs> um, I would love to hear, you know, thoughts and comments about this and, you know, disprove me or, I would you know, love to hear some or, discussion or, or support me because I, 
I want to be right. I want to say it's a great theory. It makes total sense. Yeah, however, I don't think that's at all what Ryan Johnson. However, I just think that tweet us, Ryan Johnson. Tweet us, Ryan Johnson. Tweet us, RJ. <laughs> all right. With movies in particular, you, I don't think that they would leave it on a twist that uh, they wouldn't tell you about. Like, there's not going to be another. Well. I wouldn't say that. No, no. I mean, if there were, a we sequel think of movies like Inception. If there were like a sequel or something, right? Like, yeah. was that happening in his head, or be. was it actually yeah, happened? Chris point. Evans promised he was going to come back and get her, <laughs> and then he tried with the trick knife. Oh, that was great. <laughs> Did you guys know that right away? I felt like I knew that. I right knew away. it when he was in midair. <laughs> yeah, same. I, I was expecting him to like stab himself or something corny was going to happen oh. or like, yeah. you know, um, Daniel Craig was going to like grab the knife. Sure. I will right. say right. Ryan Johnson is very detailed in his approach and he doesn't leave anything unturned. No. So everything that led in the, earlier in the movie, even to like Fran yelling Hugh, she wasn't saying you, right. she was saying Hugh. The stash. Like, well, why is she saying you? I don't know. Well, well, I think you're <laughs> wrong. So I think Ryan Johnson um, wishes he could do this with Star Wars almost, which he could have done. Because he was offered episode nine, but he, he deferred and they then picked J.J. Abrams, who I would have picked first. But I wish he, I, I think he wishes he could have been just like, words. don't tweet us, RJ. <laughs> I like you, Ryan Johnson. I'm one of the <laughs> biggest defenders of The Last Jedi you will ever meet. But I think J.J. is the guy to, to kind of finish this trilogy out. Okay. That being said, I look forward. It's like we're like talking to him on FaceTime. Ryan. <laughs> Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Ryan. I like you I both look, equally. I look forward to your Star Wars trilogy very much. And when they announce the next Star Wars film in January for what it's going to be in 2022, I hope it's the first part of your new trilogy. I think that's what you're working on right now. Son of my business. <laughs> Nobody likes a suck up. This is how. Does everybody in this podcast drink like this? No, I, I never do that. Mm-mm. I did it one time for a joke. You, you, look, you look like, um, what's his name? Adam Sandler's Like Luke Skywalker. Little Nicky. Oh, get out of town. Get in the flask. I like feet. I don't know why. Let's wrap up here. Our Knives <laughs> Out topic. spoiler cast here. All right. uh, I knew it was going to dive into Last Jedi at some point. That was my <laughs> fault. Well. Um, last takeaways, last thoughts on this probably admittedly standalone movie. Let's go to uh, let's go to Mr. Theory himself, Thumb. Thumb the Theory. If Colbert. I have my theory to back up my rating, I would give it an 8 out of 10. So as the movie stands, let's say it is what we saw on screen. 4 out of 10. <laughs> Get wow. Out of here. Uh, no. I, I was, you're cut off. I would say 7. All right. So Jim, final, final rep your thoughts here. Because you're more the whodunit person. You, really Mom reads these mystery novels all the time. I said this when we were walking out of the movie. I said to Tom, if you were going to make... <laughs> Tom, if you were going to make Jamie's ideal movie, it would be a lot of murder mystery. You would get to know what's going on, and there would be some humor peppered in there. Like all of the stupid jokes. I really enjoyed them. Insto facto. Daniel Craig with the donut was hilarious. A oh, don- my gosh. A donut. He and his stupid donut. He's great theory. in everything. I, I'm big Daniel great. Craig guy. He was really great. He did a good job. So yeah, no, I loved it. Out of 10? I don't, I'm not, I'm really bad at mm. rating things. I, mm. How many donuts out of 10 donuts? What would you say? Get your uh, knife. <laughs> that's a gun. <laughs> don't you hold a hypothetical gun? <laughs> okay, I'll go with nine. Couples of Nine treat. out of 10. I, um, what's funny is I, Lauren and I watched one of the Geek Madness videos we had done a few years back for the Geekiverse. And, uh, there was a 
point where I did that to her. She goes, you don't pull a hypothetical gun on your wife. <laughs> Couples retreat. I brought that up at work yep. the other day. Very underrated movie. Yeah. It was a, a big shark. <laughs> I know my truth. Did you, you just say, did you, just say yeah. you know your truth? I know my truth. <laughs> um, it's fine, everyone. I love that he makes Guitar Hero. Like He just makes Guitar Hero. What a BS horrible storyline. I love Vince Vaughn, though. So it's okay. And I love Guitar uh, Hero. Good stuff. Um, and Stanley with a C is great. Mm. And Ken Jong. Oh, my Ken gosh. Ken. I'm, wa- I'm watching Couples right. Retreat yeah. tonight. Yep, that's so true. 9 out of 10, you give it a maybe a 4 out of 10. He, he gave it a 7.5. I, would pro- so I want to write a review on this. I don't know if I'm going to get to there. Um, I probably go around 8.5 it was higher but as the movie went on and i realized that this wasn't so much a murder mystery to me but as is it felt like more of a a clear so-and-so's name kind of story i felt like that dropped it a bit for me but then there was the surprise twist most of the but way it felt through. too obvious to me and yeah. what was the the twist you're saying the twist being that somebody really was trying to kill him yeah and she did oh tom <laughs> So we do want to hear the comments below or from Ryan Johnson, the yes. horse's mouth, if you will. Tell us what you think happens uh, in the movie, whether it's Tom's theory or what we actually saw on screen. I mean, you know, Ryan, Ryan and Rom know what they're doing. CD-ROM. Uh, let's see. Thought. That's all I want to say, I think. Uh, we enjoyed this movie very much. Go see it. This is in theaters uh, next is it Thanksgiving or Black Friday? It's one I of the two. Probably, probably on Thanksgiving. Very mm-hmm. soon. Uh, we've got a lot going on at the Geekiverse. You can check out Pluscast, our all Disney Plus themed web show. You can find that monthly on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Uh, we just recorded an episode for uh, The Mandalorian uh, called We Have Spoken, which is based on Disney Plus's The Mandalorian. And then if you like video games, check out my show, Geeks Got Game, where we talk about PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, and all the latest news in the gaming industry. For Jamie, for Tom, I'm Josiah. Thank you so much for watching. We'll catch you soon, and have a wonderful, happy Thanksgiving.